Welcome, everyone, to episode 371 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Well, just us today. We were supposed to be joined by Eric, uh, better known as Reefer, uh, but he came down with an illness for this week's episode, so he won't, won't be joining us this this time. So uh, we'll, we'll have him on again at, at, at a different time. Our topic for today is going to be our 2018 Fall Games Preview. It's that time of the year again. Um, we may even be doing this later than we usually do. I know it's right around when Madden usually comes out. So, yeah. So here we are starting with, uh, with September. Will, do you have anything you want to tease for later on the episode? I'll briefly talk about Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, I had a very interesting event happen last night that I'll talk about. Nice. Um, what else game related? Really? Honestly, not much. I'm going through this phase right now with games where, I'm playing the things that I don't have to dedicate a lot of time to, so I'll play a couple rounds of Fighters, and then that'll be that'll be that. So that's kind of what I've been playing. I did do another Chapter Four of Octopath, but I don't think you did that character, so I probably won't talk too much about that. Yeah, I haven't done any Chapter Fours in Octopath. Okay. Um, I did play a little Octopath Traveler. I did. I'm still working on the side missions. Uh-huh. Um, I played a little bit more Reigns, but I think the thing I'll talk about is I watched the entire 48-minute Cyberpunk 2077 gameplay demo. Yeah, I watched that uh, too, and I forgot to actually talk about it with you the other day when you yeah, were here. So. Yeah, so we'll talk about that, because uh, that looked awesome, and I can't wait for it. So we'll mm-hmm. talk a little bit more about it. Uh, probably during our weeks, I would think, since it's not technically something we played. Yeah, so I'm for that. Okay. Um, Will, you want to get a start with September? Yeah, so, Dan, I don't know how you felt, but kind of looking through a lot of the games, uh, do you feel like it's a lighter fall? I do. I think, I think games, game releases are starting to move out of just the fall and into the early next year, too. Like, normally, all these games would be clumped, like, right before Christmas, yeah, uh, but I think I think they're starting to learn that it's okay to move it out in in the next year and and not be clustered together with a bunch of other games as much. So yeah, I, th- I definitely think it was a lighter, uh, at least as far as triple A's go. Definitely, I'd like most of my September is sports games, and like I'm gonna mention them, but I probably won't even really talk too much about them. Yeah, there's uh, no... so yeah, well, starting off uh, September seventh is Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the highly anticipated game from Insomniac uh, being uh, published by Sony. This game looks awesome. Uh, it's a shame I won't be able to get to play it because I just sold my PlayStation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this game looks awesome. It's an open world. Uh, it's reminiscent to Batman. You know, you're the combat system where you kind of just hand-to-hand combat, beat the crap out of people, use your spider webs, you know, take people out. Um, you know, you fight all of the 
you know, famous uh, villains across the Spider-Man world. I'm not huge into superheroes, so I don't, I'm honestly not very familiar with any of them, but I will say, I think Spider-Man's cool, and I think this game looks awesome. It looks like this would be game of the year contender for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I had absolutely zero interest in this game. Really? Uh, be- because of my superhero fatigue. I just, I can't do anything superheroes anymore. I'm just instantly turned off by anything just just it just so we're so saturated with it it's like zombies a few years ago you know it's it's just too much that um you know what well i actually completely agree with you the only thing that kind of the only superhero i was kind of interested in within the last couple years is actually was the deadpool movies because Mm -hmm. that's kind of like poking fun at a lot of the the tropes we see kind of in superhero movies and it's a little bit more fun to take itself too seriously yep um, but at the same time, it's not trying too hard to be funny. I think it's the perfect balance of uh, of a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. But so that's Spider Man. Uh, really looking forward to it. Like I said, it's a shame I won't be able to play it. I maybe by the end of the year I can get a hold of another PlayStation to do it. But that's not looking likely. Mm-hmm. Um, but sharing the same day is NBA Live nineteen. <laughs> really, not much to say about NBA Live. Um, Moving on to September 11th, NBA 2K19. Uh, once again, not a whole lot to share. One thing I was interested... Go, Go ahead. I was just going to oh. say, there's there's an interesting tidbit with that, and it's going to have a football minigame. So people wondered if, if that's uh, their way of like teasing that they're coming out with a football game. So there is, huh? Yeah. That's I didn't catch that. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. I wonder if they will be, you know, working. They're working on one for next year. I hope so because the last really good football game was an uh, uh, NFL Two K Five. I thought yeah. that was when. Uh, I, it's actually surprising to me that Madden has the pretty much the sole possession of football. Like you'd think somebody else would try to do another football game by now, but yeah, it all has to do with licensing. I think Madden is the exclusive rights holder. Yeah. Yeah, so why bother if you can't get the licenses for the the teams? Yep. Um, another interesting thing from music heads out there, Travis Scott curated the soundtrack for it. He's a rapper. Um, interestingly enough, I looked through the soundtrack and he just put out an album and none of his new songs are on there. So I don't <laughs> know. No, I have no idea why that is. But conflict of interest. I'm wondering if he a just did it so long ago, or he just wanted people to buy the album or stream it, as opposed to I don't know. Um, he makes way more money than me, so I'll leave that to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, September fourteenth, we got NHL nineteen. I wanted to get this, but I'm so poor that I won't be able to. Uh, it's probably for the better, you know. With a lot of these NHL games, same stuff, you know, better deking um bigger better hits you know more realistic skating uh yeah the only reason i might be interested in this game is because pk suban is on the cover that would be that would be the only reason i would buy it Mm -hmm. if i had a system to play it on that's true you don't have a system so you can't really even even play it um so yeah moving on to the actual the actual release of that day shadow of the tomb raider Mm-hmm. Um, this game has a very interesting premise, uh, and I'm going to read it here for you. The story takes place two months after the events of the rise of the Tomb Raider. The protagonist, Laura Croft, is an archaeologist on an expedition to Latin America looking for a Mayan relic which has connection to her late father. 
Uh, Trinity, a paramilitary organization dedicated to investigating the supernatural, seek the relic to reshape the world. During the expedition, Laura sets off of a mind apocalypse as she attempts to save the world. Um, it's kind of cool, like, watching the gameplay for this game, um, it is, this game's violent, man. Mm-hmm. Like, these Laura Croft games, and, you know, like, playing the first one, the reboot of the series, like, that was violent. Rise of the Tomb Raider was pretty brutal, and this mm-hmm. one just looks a little bit past that. It's a little bit, it's darker. It looks yeah. a little bit more um, ed- edgier, I guess. Gritty. Is the way. Gritty. Grit- gritty is the way to put it. Um, it's beautiful landscapes. Like, I was watching gameplay trailers of it. Oh, my God. Like, I would be interested in the budget for this game. Yeah, I am going to get this game. This It's 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 a must-buy for me. I I've, I love Tomb Raider. I love Rise of the Tomb Raider. So uh, this this is probably the one game, at least early on in in the fall fall game schedules, false game releases that I'm, I am going to get. So uh, it's right after my birthday, too. So it'll probably be like a birthday present to myself. So uh, Steam? Oh, yeah, definitely. That's the only way I have to play it. So, yeah, you guys will have access to it. <laughs> on pc i'm gonna usually i'm the one supplying the games for the fall but this is the year that i'm trying to find ways to play yeah. everything yeah sometimes you have to do that like i don't have a lot of i don't have a lot of extra money currently either so yeah kind of the same way i've kind of trimmed my games that i'm gonna buy uh you know to just a few probably yeah i should say for people um who might care the only games that i'm probably I'm 100% getting Aspire Reignited um, and Smash Brothers Ultimate. From there, like Fallout 76 and another game, uh, Valkyria Chronicles 4, have an outside chance of being games that I might get. Um, before we talk about Valkyria Chronicles, September 18th, Undertale gets a console release date, Switch, Xbox, PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're one of the people who hasn't played it yet, here's your opportunity. Definitely worth it. Corey hated the game, but we loved it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he did. I hope he hears that. <laughs> um, He'll text on. us tomorrow about it. <laughs> was that last Thummies or the Thummies before we fought over Undertale? I think it was It was the one before, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Where Corey said it was an incredible game, but it wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah. What's his argument? Yep. Um, September 25th, Valkyria Chronicles 4. Uh, this game, interestingly enough, is already launched out in Japan. Uh, it came out March 21st. Um, I don't know too awful much about the plot of this because from the reviews that I saw from Japan is it's kind of like the first one that we saw. Uh, it's kind of a, a kind of a soft reboot, it kind of feels like. Um, but basically, it takes place on the continent of Europa, where the Second European War is fought. Uh, this is like loosely based off the World Wars, so World War II um, is kind of what these games are based off of. But the Atlantic Federation and the Eastern Imperial Alliance fight in a last-ditch effort to end the war and capture the Imperial capital. The Federation execute Operation North Cross as part of it. Commander Claude Wallace and his friends in Squad Ear sent to the Imperial or sent to fight the Imperial soldiers and the Valkyrie. So it kind of seems like you're on the losing side and your squad is pretty much solely the reason to end the war so uh it seems interesting uh, the art style got me because it's cell shaded and really cool but it also takes place in snow so um right then and there i am interested i think this is uh this is a game i'm gonna get for the switch 100 because this seems like the perfect switch game yeah absolutely yeah for uh, it's gonna be a buy for me it's just probably not right away 
Yeah, um, but I will definitely get it because uh, I love the first one outside of a handful of issues I had with it. Um, it's really good. Yeah, for for those who don't know, because Valkyria Chronicles is kind of a franchise that more underrated in my opinion yeah um it's a tactical role-playing game and what it is is you're kind of on a battlefield and you control your army it can be anywhere from five six seven eight characters i don't know various depending on the battle but you can run them around and you have a certain amount of stamina that you can travel and like the faster characters have more stamina so on and so forth but you go into an area and you can shoot and you fire and like that how it works. You have special abilities, um, but if you can only do a certain amount of actions per turn, stuff like that. Uh, it's a really cool game. Uh, huge fan of the first one, even though I never finished it. I wish I did, but um, so that's Valkyria Chronicles. The, the first one, I believe, is on the Switch now. If is it really? Not, yeah. If it's not now, it's going to be soon. But the first one is coming to Switch. I think. You know, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna look real quick while yes. you continue. Oh man, you so gotta... I want to confirm that. So that might be another buy for me. Uh, so yeah, moving on. September 27th, Life is Strange episode... I put two, but I don't think that's right. Okay, it's episode one. Season two, episode one. Season two, episode one. Uh, we talked about it a little bit... La- I think maybe it was last week, but the story, is the gist of it is you play as... Um, an older brother and your younger brother is with you. Uh, a cop ends up dying, and you and your brother try to flee the state. I think you go to Mex- try to go to Mexico. I want to say um, that's kind of the gist of the game. You're on the run, and you got to be kind of like a father figure to your little brother. And Dan, you said that the brother has the 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 spot the special power. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's the gist of the game. Really excited. Uh, I think you go through Acadia Bay at some point, so that's going to be a nice little um, uh, homage to the first game. Really excited for this one. I think Captain Spirit is supposedly making an appearance of some sort in this one, too, so for people who have played that, you'll get to see that. I still need to play that. I'm actually surprised I haven't yet, but... um, Yeah, normally I would wait uh, to get all the episodes before I play through that, but I don't don't think that's going to be the case. I'll probably end up getting this one and playing the episodes as they come out i think you know what we should do dan Mm. for this we should split the cost of it yeah that's fine with me because i think it would be smart if we just got this on steam and then you and i kind of split it yeah that's fine core may even want to go in on it too yeah we'll ask him it's i think it's like 30 bucks maybe yeah i want to say so that's not bad at yeah, all. Yeah, because it's it. You know, if, if you play through two episodes, you know, an episode's like two, three hours. Like, it, it's not a game where one of us is going to tie up for a very long time. No, I, I mean, honestly, we'll just play it once, and then that'll be that. It's not going to be something yeah. that we just kind of continue um, right. repeating because you can only repeat it a certain amount of times, really, in my opinion. Um, anywhere on the Valkyria Chronicles, Dan? Yeah, I, I didn't see it in the eShop. I but I know I read somewhere that it's coming to the Switch. Maybe you know what? Maybe I'll do a search for it while you're yeah. continuing on. Uh yeah, so September twenty eighth, you got FIFA nineteen. Um once again, don't really care. I guess Pro Evo uh is the soccer game to get. I guess they're doing a really good job with that one as opposed to FIFA where FIFA's kinda of the same game, just getting repeated and just I don't know. Um as I said, most of this month consisted of sports games, so that's why it's been very, very boring. Uh, but last but not least, for September 28th, Dragon Ball Fighters for the Switch. 
I'll talk about this game a little bit later, but I love it, and I'm really happy that this is getting a Switch port. I won't get it immediately, but I might get it when it's cheaper, 30, 40, or 30, 20 bucks, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do believe this comes with all of the DLC. Um, I even want to say that this will come out right when the last bit of DLC for Season 1 comes out, so it might all be bundled together. Uh, and from what I've heard, Cooler was announced, for those who are Dragon Ball fans. Um, he is a movie villain, uh, Frieza's brother. So he's in that, and also, uh, according to the leaks, Android 17 is going to be in there. And he's my favorite Dragon Ball character, so I'm really excited. I'm going to be picking that up, definitely. Nice. But that's the Switch port. Uh, that game's awesome. So that's it for September for me. Um, there's other stuff, but, you know, I wasn't all that interested the world ends with you final remix for the switch uh, i know people are fans of that um gone home's coming to the switch that's one of my favorite games ever <laughs> <laughs> um that's actually not too far from now hyperlight drifter also mm-hmm. i forgot to mention that it's coming the sixth i do believe um i think it'll be 15 dollars. so that's in my price range uh yeah that's also fully 60 frames per second uh, both handheld and docked, which is a very important distinction because that game was much better. As good as it was when it re- originally came out on PC, it was much better after they did the 60 frames per second update. It made it made it easier. It made it look nicer. Um, but yeah, they got that that version working fully on the Nintendo Switch. So that's that's awesome. The two indie games that I put off playing because I was waiting for the Switch port were Hollow Knight and Hyperlight Drifter. So I'm oh, so I'm so pumped that Hyperlight Drifter is coming in soon. Yeah. So. It's quite good. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. That game looks awesome. Um, there's Xenoblade Chronicles 2 DLC 2 coming out the 21st. Um, people are interested in that. But other than that, nothing really too too crazy that I'm seeing. So mm-hmm. if I missed something, I'm sorry. No, uh, Valkyria Chronicles, the, the original digital version will release alongside Valkyria Chronicles 4. Oh, okay, so perfect. It is, it is coming out on the Switch. So I was not wrong. That gives me a reason to go back, that's for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, did you get stuff from uh, Eric for October? Um, did, you, did you say he sent you stuff? Yes, so he did. I'm grabbing it real quick. Okay. Uh, uh, Definity Original Sin Definitive Edition is out tomorrow as a free update. Um. He has stuff from August and October. He's got Mario Party. He said he's super stoked for that. Plus Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, I think I think Mario Party is going to be one we probably get to play as a family. You know. Well, yeah, that seems like that seems like the perfect game. Is there multi, like online multiplayer to this too? I don't know. I don't think so. I feel like I saw someone complaining about that on the uh, Nintendo Switch subreddit. But uh, you know what? Let me call up my Chromebook. I'll get the details on it. Real quick, but yeah, I want to say that there's no online multiplayer for that. That's an interesting move, in my opinion, because I feel like the longevity of this game will greatly benefit from that. I mean, I do understand that the Mario Party concept is to have people in a room together, but I just feel like it wouldn't be too difficult to... uh, Something like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, Forza Horizon 4... Is another one that's coming out. Takes place. Oh, that's in... one I really want too. I actually forgot this one's coming out. I'm kind of. I don't know how I'm gonna 
get it, but I, I might get it a little bit later. But it takes place in London. Really cool things. Day night cycle uh, seasons are in this too. I think that's awesome because it'll be really cool to be driving in the winter, then it go into spring, and then seeing the fall. Um, a big fan of that. That's a really cool, uh, cool feature. You know, the Forza Horizon games are the only racing game that I'll ever get because they're so well done. Uh, and as somebody who is not a car person at all, it makes me care a little bit about cars. It's a really, really solid game. Would you argue, Dan, that it's one of Microsoft's best franchises at this point? I think so. It's the one I'm most interested in. Uh, you know, I did like Gears. And I've, I've liked Halo in the past. I haven't played one recently. Um, but definitely, the uh, Forza Horizon, was it 3? Yeah. Or, that I the, okay yeah uh was was amazing i love that game so yeah mm-hmm. it's probably their best so it's good that that developer is working on fable on the new fable oh man that, yeah. they they need to announce that that's gonna be pretty cool mm-hmm. um also that same day uh october 2nd you got Mega Man 11 uh i'm really not too sure about this like what's in it or anything but you got a new Mega Man coming out Real quick on Mario Party, so yeah. there is going to be online play for the mini games, but you can't play the board game online. Interesting. Yeah, either locally or indep- uh, with other players. The online Mario Thon mode players compete in five randomly selected mini games to get the highest score. So there are going to be leaderboards and ranking system. But yeah, the the actual board game you can't play online. I really wonder why. That's interesting to me. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. Because you think the easier part would be doing the board game, and the mini games would be harder to be, you know, synchronized and everything. Yeah. So, huh. I wonder if that'll be something that I implement later in the game because they they are doing a lot of changes to tennis. So mm-hmm. Mario Tennis. Uh, so yeah, October fifth, you got Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Super Mario Party. Um, Odyssey takes place in Greece, which is really cool. You can do two different characters, the male-female variant. Um, kind of similar to... Um, Syndicate. Which is, thank you, Syndicate. Um, the two different characters. That'll also be in this one. It looks like kind of the sequel to Origins, with gameplay-wise. Uh, it seems there's going to be more uh, ship combat, which is something that we all are huge fans of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Assassin's Creed Origins is considered probably one of the best Assassin's Creed games, and none of us really played it. I have yet to get to it, so I'll be interested to see how Odyssey does, mm-hmm. if it's going to be um, very well received, because we're not going to get another Assassin's Creed next year. Right, yeah, they're taking another year off. Um, October 9th, Disguise 1 Complete, WWE E 2K19, uh, if you're interested in those. Uh, but 12th, you got uh, a new Luigi's Mansion. No, I, is, I don't think it's new. I think it's an updated version. Oh, yeah, 2001 adventure game. Okay, so that's yeah. coming to the 3DS. That would be something your kids might like, Dan. Uh, yeah, we, I, I've played a little Luigi's Mansion. Okay. Um, it's good stuff. You, you gotta mention Blops. Blops 4. Yep, Cod Blops. I'll be honest, I could care less about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, then you got, well, that got delayed, which will be a nibble bit. Um, October 19th, Dark Souls Remastered for the Switch. Soul Calibur 6 also coming out. Uh, 23rd, Just Dance 2019. And the 26th, you got Red Dead Redemption 2. 
Um, I know Corey's really bummed that he won't be able to play it on on my PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and you know what? It's weird. I'm the one person on the planet that doesn't care about Red Dead. So, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm whatever about I'm ambivalent about uh, Red Dead Redemption too. I'm I'm interested, but if it was coming to PC, I would play it. But it's not, as far as I know, for now. I mean, they're probably going to drag it out. They'll release the PC version like next year, sometime after sales have kind of slowed down on on Red Dead. Yeah, make that's more, how they. More that's money. How, yeah, that's how they roll over there. Evil geniuses. Yep. You know, as much as I dislike their games, they are smart with how they roll out everything. So yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's most of, uh, that's all of October. I had one more thing I wanted to cover and only because this, this kind of interests me. It's Starlink battle for Atlas. It's oh, yeah. the, another one of the toys to life games that you buy the pieces for the spaceships and the pilots and stuff. Uh, the Nintendo switch version has a star Fox tie in. It comes with the R wing and I believe like Fox, Fox McCloud, um, in the, in the actual Nintendo switch version. Um, the game looks really interesting to me. Um, I've always wanted like a space kind of, uh, I am interested in the space, like piloting RPGs. It seems like a light, light version of, of that sort of thing, but it's really cool. It's got the atmospheric flight, uh, a lot, a few things similar to no man's sky. Like, you know, I think it takes place in like one solar system. Maybe, um, I was trying to watch videos of it and there wasn't a ton of information out about the actual game. It was mostly about the, the toys that you use. Um, but yeah, it, it, it looks interesting. It's, it's one I'm going to keep an eye out for. I'll see how reviews are. If it reviews well, I'll get the, the Nintendo switch version for it. Yep. yep. It's the, looks like the fun, fun version of the space piloting games. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. On to November. So November 6th, we have overkills, the walking dead, for PC, developed by Overkill, it's the co-op first-person shooter with characters Maya, Aiden, Grant, and Heather, each with their own unique skills and abilities. Uh, so the players work together to complete objectives. It's set in DC and will have uh, stealth, survival, survival horror, and RPG elements. So I don't think that one looks very good. I feel like I saw a lot of people complaining about that one. Last time they released the first-person shooter Walking Dead game, it was not well-liked. <laughs> okay, so this might be something different then. Uh, but either way, it doesn't sound like anything to me. It sounds like Left 4 Dead, but with some RPG elements, right? Yeah, pretty much. Um, but a poor man. You know what? This reminds me almost exactly of the one they released of, like five years back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that one was poor, right? <laughs> yeah. Real poor. Uh, next on the list is The Walking Dead, the final season, episode three, Broken Toys. Uh, so that's for PC, PS4, Xbox One. I haven't cared about The Walking Dead uh, in a very long time. I played the first season of The Walking Dead, and it was really good. I just lost interest after that. And uh, as far as the television show, I watched the first five episodes. I never watched the f- season finale of the first season, and I haven't seen it since then. So can't count Shows them. Show's a massive hit. A lot of people really, really love it. Yeah. So, and I think Corey and I played season two, maybe three. Mm-hmm. I think he might have played three. I played up to two. So, okay. um, they were all good. You know, uh, I just kind of you fall out of love with that game. Now, Life is Strange kind of fills that void. Yeah, it's a silent and game I, for I me. I think it's as generally better. 
from what yep. I hear, the best Telltale game is uh, Tales from the Borderlands. Really? Yeah. I believe that. Yep. I feel like they do a good job being able to string the humor of Borderlands to yeah. Yeah. Uh, Telltale that's formula. The, yeah, that style of game. Mm-hmm. Uh, November 14th, or November 13th, I'm sorry, a, a game I didn't even know existed, Hitman 2. Yeah, that got announced, and I, I think know, we all missed it. <laughs> yeah, I know the developer uh, like left Square Enix. Uh, so it's for PC, PS4, and Xbox One, developed by EO Interactive and published by Warner Brothers Interactive. So I don't know if they're independent now or if they're a part of Warner Brothers Interactive. Um, but it's got similar gameplay to the predecessor. Uh, Agent 47 embarks on a mission to hunt the mysterious shadow client and disassemble his militia. So... I think it's more of the same there. Uh, I never played that game, but everyone that I know that did play it really liked it. So, yeah, it was one of those like sleeper hits of the year that it came out. You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I know people were sour on the episodic type of formula of it, but I think altogether it was it was pretty pretty good game. So yeah. Uh, next on the list, also on November thirteenth, is the Spyro Reignited, Reignited trilogy for PS4 oh. and Xbox One. There's rumors to be a PC and a Nintendo Switch version, but nothing's been confirmed yet, so I've got my fingers crossed for that. Developed by Toys for Bob and published by Activision, so it's remastered versions of the first three Spyro games, which are Spyro the Dragon, Spyro 2 Ripto's Rage, and Spyro Year of the Dragon. You'll get the PC and Switch port, it's just when. Yeah, that's. I figure it's going to come later, maybe early next year. I th- um, I think they'll follow is, the same crash as Crash Bandicoot did. I think that's how yes, it'll, it'll yeah, work. I, th- I think you're right. It may even come to PC before it comes to Switch, but uh, there's been leaks everywhere that they're coming to those platforms. Just hasn't been announced or confirmed yet. So this game looks awesome. I am a huge fan of all of the the work they've done. I know people for every reason people super care about some of the changes, like the graphical. But, of course, the graphics are going to change a ton, porting it's it from a, a PlayStation 1 to a modern console. Yeah, it's it's a remastered version, you know. It's not the original version. It's not supposed to be, so. Yep. <laughs> so, I, I'm pumped for this. Uh, I've been following every bit of gameplay that comes out from it since it got announced. So, I'm, I'm, this is honestly one of the games I'm most excited for. So Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it also. Uh, November 14th, Fallout 76 for PC, PS4, Xbox One, developed by Bethesda Game Studios and published by Bethesda Gameworks. So this is the online action RPG first-person shooter. Follows Vault 76, which was the first vault to open um, is in the Fallout lore, the first one to open after the, you know, after the nuclear holocaust. Um, yeah, so it's a uh, it's basically opening up into the wild west of West Virginia. Um, it's online, kind of kind of co op, competitive, uh, world building game. Like it's it's a little bit hard to explain, but you go out into the world and and the characters that you interact with in the world are actually other characters. It doesn't seem like there's going to be many, if any, NPCs. It's all going to be other characters. So yep. there's building elements. Uh, at least at first, the servers are going to be only public, but they hinted that there will be also be private servers at some point after launch. So, perfect. So by the time it comes to Steam, I can get private servers. 
Yeah, I'm glad you I'm glad you remember that because I forgot. It is not coming to Steam initially. It will be on the Bethesda game client. They so. really took away any excitement I had for this game. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And that, like I don't know, Green Man Gaming might not have discounts and stuff. I haven't checked in a while, but I wonder if uh, I guess I could look now. Um but yeah, I don't know if the discounts are going to be the same because it's not on Steam. Who knows? It's frustrating. Yeah, I mean, I kind of was coming around on Bethesda from E3, but now I'm going back to where I was with them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. So November 16th, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee for Nintendo Switch. Developed by Game Freak, published by Nintendo. It is the Kanto region with all 151 original Pokemon. And then it's got the ones from the Alolan region. Apparently got those in it too which is confusing yeah so. it, they're doing the mega evolutions are in this too so that mm-hmm. they're doing some interesting things with this game um yeah if if you look at it it looks like a more modern version of like the old style uh pokemon games uh with a few few updates obviously the, the graphics look nicer uh the battle system is a little bit more like pokemon go than the old school battle system mm-hmm. um and the Pokemon are actually like on screen. The wild Pokemon, they're not going to, it's not random encounters like the old Pokemon games. They're, they're actually there and you walk up to them to try to catch them. Uh, it also, there's a available Pokeball peripheral uh, that you can use to catch the Pokemon. Uh, it's like, it looks like a Pokeball with a little thumbstick on top. I don't know how exactly it works, but I think, I think you might like throw it, uh, but it's also got, like I said, a little thumbstick on it. Uh, this one will also have co-op. It seems like it's drop in and out co-op. Um, so cool stuff. Yeah. So I said at the top of the episode that Spyro and Smash Brothers are the definites I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Let's Go Eevee might be the dark horse for the one that I impulse by. Okay. So I, uh, I'm a huge Pokemon fan. I am very interested to see how these games do. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of know these are just kind of like placeholders for the next game i'm not uh too worried about the next game and what they're gonna do with that i don't think they're gonna make it too casual i think this is literally just for um them a experiencing with some tech for the new pokemon games get it out there see what people think and you know put up uh, a children's game out there really yeah. you know yeah they did specify that this was not the core pokemon rpg that uh that they had talked about before this is like Will said, kind of like a, a an in between, I guess, to tide over the Pokemon appetites because there's not going to be a 3DS Pokemon coming out this year, right? Nope. So this is probably the the placeholder for that, and the next year will be the the core RPG. Yep. From what definitely. I gather. Yeah, it's supposed to come out late 2019. So. Oh, as, okay. So yeah, it'll be a we, fall release next year. Kind of as we all expected, really. I mean. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not surprised. Yeah. Definitely. But yeah, I, I'm kind of excited for it. I don't plan to buy it as of right now, uh, but I could impulse buy it. So, yeah, that's one I definitely want to get. Um, same, same as you will. I don't like funds are going to be tight, so I'm not sure I'll get as much as I can. But mm-hmm. that's it's on my list. Yep. Uh, November 27th, Darksiders 3 for PC, PS4, Xbox One. I have no experience with the series, so I don't know anything about it. But I, it's 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 a big release, so. Uh, it's developed by Gunfire Games and published by THQ Nordic. It's an action-adventure game where players control Fury, who is the sister of war and death. Apparently, this one's a little more open-world than the other ones. Uh, there's a little more 
problem solving and puzzle type things in it than than previous games. Um, I keep putting the Darksiders one and or two on my uh, four in February, and, and it's never gotten picked. <laughs> um, but I would like to play these games at some point because I, they're pretty well pretty well thought of. So I, someday. It's funny that you led with what you led with this game because I was about to ask you right after you like you gave your like you know what you're gonna say about it. I was like, do you know a single thing about this game? I don't, and it, I've tried to watch videos on the new one, and it, it like it just doesn't make sense to me. Like I don't know what's what's happening. You know, I know it's, I know it's like an action action game, but yeah, that's about it. it. Honestly, that's kind of this game has just always been one that I see, but I've never attempted to even play it and i don't know why yeah nor i it's hack and slash it's up my alley too so uh november 28th artifact excuse me uh for pc mac and linux and then later on android and ios so it's developed and published by valve it's it's valve it's their digital collectible card game this is another one I tried to read up on and figure out, but not having a good mind for the collectible card games. I only very briefly played Hearthstone. Uh, I know Magic a little bit, but not well enough to like be able to figure out other games' systems. Uh, so none of it made any sense to me, but it's it's Valve's collectible card game. I do think it's kind of based on Dota, from what I gather. So uh, okay. you know, that's a, a tie-in, I guess, from something else. But... Yeah, artifact. Probably won't play it. Yeah, same with me. I, unless this looks really awesome, uh, I probably won't get it. Yeah, I mean, if it's free, I might play it for like a week and then I'll move on. Like I do with a lot of other things. All right, well, December. Uh, so yeah, Just Cause 4, uh, leading it off with uh, December 4th release date. Um, this game, a pretty quick turnaround from Just Cause 3, so, uh, we just got from Geeks Brew Shrew, uh, he said Artifact won't be free to start, so. Okay, so there's a, a fee. So, that okay. kind of, unless this game is awesome, I probably won't get it then. Yeah, I just can't, I can't keep up with the, the meta and stuff, um, yeah, it's, it's something, it's one of those games you have to play all the time, it, unless they uh, have figured out a way to combat that, but, mm-hmm. yeah. I just can't can't devote that much time to to something like that. Same. I would like I would like to see it in action though, because like you said, if it it may be awesome and it may be the collectible card game that people are playing. Elder Scrolls Legend, or is that what that is? The... Elder Scrolls Legends. There's Gwent too as the standalone. Yeah. Hearthstone. I just can't can't do it with all of them. Um, but yeah, Just Cause Four coming out. Uh, December 14th, this is being developed by Avalanche Studios, published by Square Enix. Uh, synopsis of the game, it takes place in a fictional country in South America called Solus. Uh, the protagonist, Rico Rodriguez, takes on uh, the reoccurring paramilitary group, the Black Ant, run by a woman named Gabriella. Um, you know, the Just Cause games, are you just blow stuff up and have fun. Um, that yep. Yeah, that, that's really all these games are. I couldn't tell you a single thing about the story because I haven't actually played any of them. You know what uh, it is? It's a it's a third-person Far Cry Yep. with not yeah. as much story. That's a great explanation for it, Dan. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, these games are meant for you to... It's a playground for you to kind of have yep. fun in a big map. Um, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. So did you actually... Did you know that Just Cause 3 came out in 2015? 
I didn't realize it was that recently. No. Well, I actually thought it came out in like seventeen, and I was like, "Wow, oh, we're getting okay. another another one already." But yeah. three years ago, it's kind of surprising to me. But I did I did play two, and I really enjoyed it. Um, like you said, for what it was, it's a you know mayhem simulator, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't end up finishing it because I started running into a lot of graphical issues. It was a game I played for four in February. And oh, yeah. that, that year, that game caused me to not finish because I kept running into I kept crashing. It, it kept crashing on me and, <laughs> and I couldn't finish because of it. I couldn't get any further than a certain point where it would uh, not consistently crash, but or not crash in the exact same moment. But it was consistent enough that I couldn't play for more than like half an hour without the game. I fully I wiping out and losing progress. I forgot that's what happened to you. Yeah. So you have a vendetta against Just Cause. I mean, I still like it. I've, I wanted to play Just Cause 3 when it came out. I just didn't didn't get around to it. And uh, Just Cause 4 looks interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I probably won't won't pick it up. So I got the third one on the summer sale for, like, I think it was seriously, like, $5. Oh, so, maybe I'll have to play yours then. Yeah, so actually what I'm thinking is once I kind of get through things and, like, because I'm obviously not buying as much, maybe, like, I go back and play these older games, maybe this will be one, and then it might pique my interest for the fourth one. Because I kind of feel like you can pick up any of these games and it really doesn't matter. Yeah. You're pretty much just getting the better version of gameplay as opposed like the story doesn't matter. So, yeah. Yeah. So there's that, uh, there's these persona dancing games that are coming out the same day, the fourth of PlayStation, uh, four and the PlayStation Vita. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess they sell well. So there's that rhythm Um, games. Yeah, rhythm games not our strong point, so we really don't we don't cover them too too much. Uh, December eighteenth, the fourth episode of The Walking Dead, the final season. Not much to say for that one. Uh, if you're playing the other ones, you're gonna play this one. But the one, the one and only game coming out in December, the seventh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, Nintendo Switch, Nintendo. Really excited for it. Uh, I kind of. You know, this, this is the ultimate, and they're really going above and beyond. Over 100 stages. They're bringing back every single character, announcing new characters. What else are they doing? You know, like, they're bringing in characters that fans really wanted, Waluigi excluded. Um, you know, King K. Rule has been a, ga- a character that the characters really, or the fans wanted forever. Uh, they put him in there. They wrote him a thank you, Sakurai. They wrote Sakurai a thank you letter. Uh, They're so happy. So I'm curious to see what else he has up there his sleeve. Another highly requested character is Gino from the mm-hmm. Super Mario RPG. I wonder if Gino gets in. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm I'm honestly very fascinated to see what what's coming for this game because I think this is this is going to be a huge game. It's so big that we're all going to Corey's for its release date for the weekend to play together. So, yep. Eric is even flying up <laughs> so we can all play it. Eric who hates video games now is flying up to play this Fly, game. Flying up us. to play smash. I'm driving up from, from here, uh, yep. as are you will. So yes, yeah, as, as soon as school's done, I'm leaving and heading yeah. up. If, yep. if I have nothing going on, I might be able to even leave on Friday or morning, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, I'm really excited. Every time there's more info that comes out about it, I get I get giddy. I everything I'm lo- I'm honestly loving everything about this game, how it's playing, the new models for a lot of the characters. Um, I'm already formulating who I'm going to play as in this game. So my top mm-hmm. five. So I'm excited, very excited. I'm going to destroy all of you at Corey's. <laughs> you definitely be- will beat me. <laughs> I was not very good at 
smash, but still fun. I also feel like I need to play with the GameCube controller. Yep, I was actually going to say, if anybody has GameCube controllers like you, Eric, Corey, um, get them, because I think I only have two. Yeah. So I might I might get the bundle with one if I can. Okay. And my friend Evan has a GameCube controller, so if he's not getting a Switch, which I as of right now he's not for this game, I might be able to get another one. So I'd have three. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm pumped. I can't wait to. What I really want to beat Corey and Eric. Oh yeah. More Dan, it's nothing against you. I just. Oh no, I understand. They talk more smack, so. Yeah, I said as long as we get some Mario Kart in so I can win something. <laughs> yeah. I'll be I'll be happy. Yeah, you you would dominate us, so. But yeah, that's that's really it for December. Dragon Quest Builders 2 is coming out the 20th, but that's another one that's not really up up my alley, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's really it. Okay. Um all right, well let's get into nibble bits, shall we? Yar. Uh, okay, let's see what I have here. Cyberpunk, which I'll talk me, about. Do you want me to say a release date that got pushed real quick? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Battlefield 5, coming out November 20th. So. Oh, really? Yeah, that got pushed from October to November today. So. Oh, I was going to say, because I took my notes and it wasn't on the thing. That's yeah, why, so that would be why. That's what happened. Apparently, rumor has it uh, that the Battle Royale is going to be free, which blew my mind that it was under consideration of not being included in the game for free, but mm-hmm. whatever. But also a Bad Company 2 remaster. Oh, uh, cool. and Bad Company Bad Company 2 is, was my favorite Battlefield. So mm-hmm. uh, if that's true, that's awesome. So Nice. Yeah, so. Um, I get, I, I, to, as it turns out, I only have one nibble bit. I thought I had a few, but I only have one. Dan. Um, oh, and that's uh, it's about the new Xbox All Access program, uh, which we found out about last week, and I wanted to talk about it last week, but I never ended up talking about it. So what it is is basically a subscription, uh, almost like uh, getting a cell phone. So you go to a Microsoft Store, you get a subscription with that comes with either an Xbox One S or an Xbox One X. Uh, and also Xbox Live Gold for two years and Game Pass for two years. So the Xbox One bundle will cost roughly $35 a month. And at the end of that, you get to keep the hardware, which is which is cool. Uh, it ends up being roughly $860 for a person. Um, and then the Xbox One S, S bundle is $22 a month. Uh, it ends up being $130 cheaper than if you were to buy everything outright and pay for the, the services. Um, okay. So... Very interesting. Uh, it's it's honestly tempting for me. I probably won't only because we don't have a. It's got to be done at a Microsoft store, and we don't have one of those around here. Uh, Syracuse is the closest one, and I just don't have free time to drive up to Syracuse to to get an Xbox. So, yeah. But I like that they're doing that. Um, it's not as much as I would have thought, and you know, it's basically a system for $35 a month there's zero zero interest or anything like that so that's kind of crazy to me actually that's not bad at all yeah I thought it was a fair deal alright well anything for nibble bits yeah uh, two more actually Um, Mm -hmm. there's going to be a standalone expansion to Subnautica Uh, it's called Below Zero it's heading to early access in the coming months Um, looks really cool instead of you know, being tropical islands, you're in glacier area. Uh, once again, that's my 
that's my that's my biome really that i love jam yeah so i'm very interested in this uh so it'll be coming out soon for early access you know a lot of things will be changing with the game uh it'll still have like the base building um but they're gonna play with a couple new things in the game uh one of the things they said was uh the thermal management so i'm gonna Mm -hmm. go on a limb here and say that you're gonna have to manage your uh heat so like frost punk exactly uh so that's what i'm assuming i'm really excited for that i'm gonna definitely check that out subnautica is actually one of those games that people love so um it reviewed really well last but not least and i kind of want your opinion on this one the cosmic star heroin uh developer alleges that nintendo could have done more to promote promote the switch port uh so the owner of the company kind of went to twitter and kind of complained that uh you know, there was issues with the the store page. You couldn't pre-order it. Um, you know, they... What was the other thing they said? That they kind of... Nintendo was a little bit difficult with them with getting a, um, a Switch to be able to develop for. Um, a whole bunch of things. Uh, to me... To me, I think this game just went against hard competition. Like, I don't think... I don't think it's Nintendo's job to... Because what Nintendo does is when they are promoting these games, they're putting out games that are kind of genre gaps that they don't have on their platform. So that's why a lot of these different indie games are being promoted a lot more heavily than other ones. Um, You know, this game went up against the launch of Dead Cells, the new expansion for Hollow Knight, Into the Gungeon expansion, um, Okami HD, Salt and Sanctuary. So many other games. There's a couple others that came out... um, And then, like, why is it Nintendo's fault that they have to kind of, you know, mess around with their rules to kind of accommodate an indie developer? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, I can't speak to they may have been difficult to attain a development kit for for I don't know any of that that I can't you know, I can't speak to. Uh, But I I don't think it's Nintendo's job to heavily promote every indie game that that goes in the store. You know, there's plenty of other ones that don't get promoted heavily. I feel like Nintendo really only promotes the cream of the crop ones uh like hollow knight like dead cells you know the 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 nines and tens and uh cosmic star heroin i played briefly and i i liked it but it, it was was nowhere near like the quality of of those games you know so so actually this is the quote i found it uh but after spending months getting stonewalled by nintendo we were trying to get permission to get a uh it released on the switch uh, so he said, fine, we'll play by our rules by getting a publisher so we can get approved. That's Nintendo's policy, it seems like. Why do they breach protocol Yeah, and give them an exception? You know, like, I don't yeah. know. It just seems like a, it seems like a frustrated creator kind of venting mm-hmm. uh, stress, which I get that. We all do that. Uh, yeah. It just sucks that it's on such a public platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's going to get, you know. And, you know, I do think there is some merit to his complaints to you know maybe nintendo is difficult they are pushing a lot of indie games so it's hard for them to take time so Mm -hmm. i don't know you know it sucks it's a bad situation but that's kind of the biz yeah all right how's your week will um before i get to the big thing that happened last night a couple things i want to touch on i've been Mm -hmm. doing cardio at the gym because i'm cutting weight again for a little bit before i go to florida so I started, I have to do 20 minutes. So I'm like, well, listening to music for 20 minutes while doing cardio, I was kind of getting old. I lift to music the whole time. So mm-hmm. I'm going to change it up. I 
as a big Dragon Ball Z fan, I have only ever seen Dragon Ball Z in all of Super. Uh, and there are gaps in my Dragon Ball knowledge, uh, original Dragon Ball and GT. So I thought to myself, you know, I'll start watching original Dragon Ball while I do the Stairmaster for 20 minutes. You know, it's about an episode, you know, skipping the intro and outro. So that's 20 minutes. Perfect. That's what I'll start doing. So I've been, <laughs> been watching the, the original Dragon Ball. Nice. And Dan, if you ever show your kids Dragon Ball, show them Z. Don't show them original. Oh, Okay. It is not age appropriate. Uh, see, I've I've heard that from other places. There is a scene with Goku. It's very early on, but he you know meets Balma. He's laying in bed with Balma, mm-hmm. and he lays his head in between her legs, and he's mm-hmm. frightened because she has no balls. <laughs> so he starts patting her where they would be, and he freaks out. So he removes her underwear. <laughs> what? That's and crazy. Then, so, like he leaves it on the ground, they meet Roshi. She flashes Roshi for a reason I won't even get into. But she mm. didn't realize that Goku had taken it off her underwear, and she's like, "Where's my underwear?" And Goku goes, "Oh, I took it off off you last night when I noticed you didn't didn't have balls." So Goku's like running gag so far, has been patting people on the crotch area to see if they're male or female. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. <laughs> It's like watching Z, like, you know, there are some moments of, you know, innuendos, whatnot, yeah. but like, <laughs> it's nothing like that. <laughs> it's hilarious, though. It's really funny. It's definitely worth the watch. It's like 150 some episodes. So I'm, that's, that's how I'm going to watch it is when I'm doing cardio. So nice. I've been doing that. I want to give a brief update on Kai. Uh, I'm about I'm in the Boo saga right now. I just watched Vegeta kill himself by exploding you know, I kind of going into this, I said the only way I would ever really watch Dragon Ball is the original series. And while that might be true, Kai does a lot really well. And I think people should watch Kai. I think it's probably the best way to actually watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, the only time where I was extremely disappointed with a change was actually with Vegeta self-destructing. It's just some of the dialogue changes I didn't really like. Um, but other than that, it's really well done. Uh, if you are interested, watch it. It's definitely worth it. But the most interesting thing that happened uh, last night, Dan, you got a little bit of this story. But yes, I did. I'm laying in bed, uh, about to fall asleep. It's about 11 o'clock at night. And I notice I have my air conditioner in, my window shade pulled all the way down, so you can't really see much. But I noticed this bright orange hue coming from outside, and I'm like, what is that? Uh, and usually I wouldn't care. I would just cause like, whatever. It's probably the neighbor being stupid. Well, <laughs> for no reason, I got up. I pull the shade and I look. This guy's barn is literally three feet, three stories tall on fire, just completely engulfed in flames. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I sprint downstairs and look out our big window in our front. And there, like our dad was sleeping there. And I looked and I saw it again. And I was like, Dad, you need to get up. Our neighbor's barn is engulfed in flames and he's like what so i sprint upstairs and i put on the rest of my clothes and i go bust into my mom's room like mom the barn's on fire and she's like what and i'm like the neighbor's barn is on fire get up it's really bad i get out there and i see the family pulling the animals and the kids from the house and like running kind of to where our yard is Uh and i looked and i kid you not you saw the picture like it didn't do it justice to how intense the flames were and how tall it was and like it was crazy and the fire department gave the answer of we're sending somebody when we can send somebody so like they called 
our, our mom calls twice and like you need to get people here it was 20 minutes dan before the fire department got there and well i'll wow. give them a little bit of slack because they were coming from maine a week ago so mm-hmm. you know yeah they have to get the people there and then get the fire trucks there so i get it you know it's not convenient what about what about the newark valley fire department where were they were they, they on bring, a call they the they weren't on call so they had to get the people there oh gotcha. they were coming from different spots meet up the fire station you know there was, yeah. but it was insane, Dan. Like the siding on the house melted. It was so all like, melted, and and parts of their cars melted, and yeah, yeah. It, was, it was really bad. Because we we drove by there today, because we were we were in there, because my wife had to had to pick up her paycheck from from the school, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was it was crazy bad, crazy when, bad. And like we, the whole the whole Wig Street, which is the street we live on, was everybody was out and was just like in disbelief because I like. We were really lucky it had poured uh, for maybe like an hour yesterday because if it was dry like it was earlier, man, it would have been bad because that house would have caught on fire 100%. Um, And then like with the trees being dry, like that would have caught fire. It would have went to the the lines, you know, by our houses. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Like it could have came across the street like and go to like our house um i was actually a little bit worried like i you know checked where the cats were just in case like it got out of hand because it was over 20 minutes before anybody got there to start putting it out like yeah you know like i said if it was dry like thing it would have caught fire um it was funny like i had summer's car in our front yard and i was sitting there and i was like what if her car exploded <laughs> from this fire yeah and i have to explain that so yeah. like i i pull that around and i'm like getting it out of there like it was it was something like i was watching it in disbelief and like i had never i haven't experienced a fire like that mm-hmm. just like the intended i like i it's scary i give firefighters a lot of credit yeah i mean that was early in the year when we we a house down the street from us burned down burn right to the ground it was the same thing it's it was crazy how big the flames were in the house and it just it went up like a like a tinderbox yeah and like when you sent that picture i was like oh man that's crazy but like i never had a concept of just how you pictures don't do it justice either like the pictures that i sent you like it's it's small when you see the flames actually like shooting out of the windows and the roof on fire like it's it's scary you know yeah and things were exploding in that barn because they they God knows what they do because they're not the the greatest people but yeah things are exploding in there and I'm like is something like is there gonna be like an explosion where flames get shot out like what like what is going on it was the craziest thing like I actually talked to one of the news people about mm-hmm. it uh, he was asking me for information one of my friends texted me saying what is going on because he was <laughs> he was coming <laughs> he was coming home. And he got redirected, and then he saw. He said it was like the apocalypse because everybody on Wig Street is like sprinting. Uh huh. He's looking around. He's like, "What is this?" So he texted me about it. So I told him, and then he came over, and we watched the, the the blaze for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, that the same exact thing happened to me. Uh, one of my friends was driving home from work and saw the flames like just a little bit down the street from us, from the highway. Yeah. He's like, "What's going on over there?" You know. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I got a front row seat. It's. It was. I actually was on the porch, like sitting, like the three of us, me, my mom, and dad, were all sitting there watching it. And it was one of those things where it's just like, I was in awe of it, and it was like of how a how cool it was, but also how scary it was because you yeah. really like have no idea what's gonna happen. Um, mm-hmm. They were lucky; nobody got hurt. They pulled mm-hmm. all the animals, um, which surprised me because they have like a whole wildlife assortment over there. So yeah. 
I was actually surprised that not the chickens, the turkeys that they have. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, I live in the country for people that are listening. Um, it was it it was insane. Like I, it's one of those things that I might not ever forget because I've just <laughs> I've never I've never experienced something like that. Yeah. Uh, my our mom Dan took like an eighteen minute video and emailed it to the news station. So oh nice good yeah. So I don't know if they're gonna do anything with it. I'm I'm fascinated to find out what started it because I have a lot of. Uh, a lot of ideas of what happened. Yeah, like you said, uh, kind of unsavory characters over there. I'm thinking one of three things. Meth lab. Mm-hmm. That's two, common. That's up here, it's very common, <laughs> sadly. Uh, two, they work on cars a lot. Maybe they're welding, something caught fire. Total accident. Or three, did it on purpose. Arson. And arson for insurance. Um, that's another thing that happens. But I was sitting there thinking, and I'm like, if they did that on purpose to start that, man, you know how bad that could have gone? Especially because the fire department didn't get here as soon as possible. Yeah. You know, like, that could have ruined a lot of people's lives that night. So if that's the case, man, I really hope they get locked up. Yeah, oh, they will. They, they don't mess around with that, and they have ways of finding out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I actually, today, when I was, because I had to stop it at our parents' house briefly, uh, when I was there, the like a white, a white sedan pulled up and a couple like official looking guys got out and were talking to the people. I don't know if they were insurance people or if they were investigators or what, but they were, they were talking to them and asking them questions about it. So mm-hmm. be interested, interested to find out. Cause I uh, actually not far from me, uh, two nights ago, a house burned down cause a meth lab blew up. Oh burned my the God. Whole, burned, burned the whole house down. It was, it's like two minutes from here. So, <laughs> That's the middle of town too. Like yep. Endwell is way more active than it, New York. You know what? You know where it was is right by the Broadway Diner, right near there, right oh. on that street behind Broadway. Broadway's okay, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank goodness. Good. <laughs> um. So this happened at eleven o'clock at night. I was probably on the porch until about one. Uh-huh. I, uh huh. Dad went in maybe at like midnight ish, twelve thirty. Uh, me and mom stayed out until one, but it was insane. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, really cool and really scary at the same time because you know you have no you have no idea what's going to happen. So yeah, um, I was glad uh, you were up to because I sent that picture and I was saying I really hope Dan Corey or Eric are up. <laughs> really hope so. Yeah, so, I guess Allison watched the live stream of the reporter. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, so she saw she they did it right in front of our house. So like. Yep. Me, mom, dad, we're all just in it the whole time. And, like, you could see our mailbox, like, our whole house. Like, yep. walking around in the background. Yeah, like, I was in, I was, like, mom was in a robe. Yep. <laughs> like, everybody was just, like, in there just, you know, wearing shirtless, like, boxers. Like, it was quite, quite the scene. Yes, because it is also Newark Valley. <laughs> Newark Valley, it's midnight, like, yep. yeah. this these people are quite the characters who have caused a lot of issues. So like everybody wants to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it was, it was the most interesting <laughs> night I've had in a while. Yeah, definitely. Um, but that's really it for me. Uh, I still went PlayStation. Um, that sucks. I hurt, but yeah. you know, I had to do it. Yeah. That it. That's it for me. Yeah, I had a lot this week. Okay, I only have a couple quick things. The first is that uh, as me and my wife played uh, Final Fantasy 3 for this this week's rookie camp. Um, so you can watch that. 
uh, on our on our YouTube channel. You, uh, I don't know if it's YouTube.com slash Thumbstick Athletes, but just search for Thumbstick Athletes or, or Rookie Camp Final Fantasy 3 on uh, YouTube if you want to find it. It should be the first first search or first uh, result on there. Uh, Will, did you want to talk about the Cyberpunk 2077? Yeah. The 48-minute gameplay demo. Yeah, so what, they did. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, what'd you think? Uh, it was. I thought it was awesome. I need to play the game immediately. Uh, so yeah. they did like a almost like what Bethesda did to announce Fallout seventy six. They had uh, the uh, live stream go live with a bunch of random stuff on the screen for hours, and then you know people watched it with nothing on it really for hours, and then they had the forty eight minute gameplay video of of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. They showed a lot of different things. They showed uh, you know the the character. Uh, creator a little bit uh, they showed some combat some choices you can go through uh, I don't know I thought the game looked amazing I can't can't wait to play it I, I'm not going to get too much into the details you just you just have to watch the video for yourself but yeah uh, what, what did you think well I thought it was really cool it kind of I didn't play the Witcher mm-hmm. but this game is just so different from the Witcher that that's not even like you know how you can get a feel for a certain studio style of game yeah by you know like they transition from game to game like you can kind of see like oh you know i see that same similar whatever that gameplay style but it was so different like um from the witcher uh that you know the sci-fi aspect of it very like really interested me because it just seemed so i don't know what the word i'm looking for for it describe it but it just seems so it seemed more real than the real world (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah, I could, could I totally guess get that. It's kind of what I'm trying to say. Like, it just was more real than my own surroundings. It felt like while I was watching that, like they did a really good job being able to immerse you in the gameplay, and that was just from 40 minutes of it. So, like, I can't imagine a hundred hour RPG that they're gonna end up pumping out. So, yeah, I mean, they seem to play up the choices aspect too, like how you could go through uh, each activity a, mul- a multitude of different ways depending on you know your character strengths and weaknesses or their relationship with other characters so i'll be interested to see how all that stuff plays out because a lot of times that sounds better than it ends up being mm-hmm. uh, but i have i have faith in cd project red um, yeah so yeah it, it looked it looks so good i can't wait for it i am very pumped for this game next year right i i don't think they gave a time frame uh but the game is apparently playable from beginning to end uh, so probably point, next year. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping next year. It's. It seems like it. So, um, they're still working on some things. But my goal, Dan, for next year is to have a PC that can play this game in its infinite glory. Yeah, I, I agree. And the 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 PC that they played it on, it was an i7, eighty seven hundred K processor. It was a sixteen gigabytes of RAM. It was uh, the new um, M2 PCI uh, solid state drives and then two GTX 1080 TIs. So it's not not unreasonable machine. By how much how much do you think that is that PC? I think they said that PC would cost you like nineteen hundred bucks. Geek Bear Shoes asking if there's going to be multiplayer. I don't believe so. Uh, and I think if there is multiplayer, it would be some sort of weird, not like 
multiplayer. You know, it would be some like a almost like a message system. I I don't think that's going to be multiplayer. I, I think they did say it's going to be a single player RPG, um, but they might have something, some sort of tie in to multiplayer. So not sure, though. Nothing. Nothing's nothing set in stone yet, I don't think. Um, but yeah, the the PC that they played it on wasn't outrageous. It's something you could buy all the parts for and, and have now, you know, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, because that game looked incredible, and like I feel like a console won't do it justice. It's the first time that I've ever looked at a game and said, "I don't think a console can do this justice." You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, I mean, no console can match an i7 8700K, 16 gigabytes of RAM, and uh, two GTX 1080Ti's. You know? Yep. I don't know what resolution it was supposed to be played in. I don't know if that was 4K or if that was 1080p or 1440p. I don't know. I don't know that that information's come out yet, but I would think. I would think well, 1080p or no, well, you, 1440p. Well, by the time that computer, this game actually comes out, that computer goes down in price, right? Yeah, definitely. They'll be uh, the next generation of Intel processors and uh, the new graphics cards from, from NVIDIA are supposed to come out pretty soon. Um, so, maybe they're already out. The 280 and 280 Ti, 270, 2070. So what, you're, what you're saying is, instead of 1900, it can possibly get to like 15. Yeah, maybe. It depends. Cool. That makes me a little bit more, more uh, comfortable. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, it looks. It's quite. It's quite something. Uh, definitely check it out if you haven't, because it looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm giddy. I don't get giddy often about games anymore, but I'm giddy about Cyberpunk. Same here. Yeah. Um, I think the only other thing I'm still for those interested, I'm still doing the one meal a day diet. Uh, still really thrilled with it. Uh, Sixteen pounds down, uh, and fairly easily too. Uh, like yesterday, I didn't eat that well at my one meal because uh, we ate at my parents' house. We had sloppy joes and. Uh, I had chips and a bunch of random other crap, and I still lost lost a little bit of weight. So, very happy with it so far. Yeah, I actually think keep it up, Dan, because you you do look great. I've noticed Thanks. huge changes. But um, I actually saw you and your wife today driving by the gym. Oh yeah, yeah, we were going to Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, I, I gave a, I waved to Val. But what I was gonna say is the benefit to doing that one meal is no matter kind of what you eat, like you're only eating once, so. It kind of, even though if you're not eating that well, like you're still, your body's going through more work anyway because you're yeah. only eating once. You know, you're not. Yeah. So <clears throat> there's a couple, there's a couple factors. There's something, and I can't remember the name of it. It's called like the auto autophagy. It's your cells rebuild uh, more more frequently when you're only eating one meal a day because they spend less time dealing with the food that you eat. So it repairs okay. your body faster. Apparently, okay. I, I've read that a few different places. I don't. I don't know. I'm not a dietitian or a biologist or anything like that. Human anatomy, not my thing. But and I'm not even sure I got the name right. But that that's apparently one of the benefits. But one of the th- other things too is if you only have an hour to eat, like even if you ate the most calorically dense food you could possibly imagine, still like you only have an hour. You know. So even me, who is uh, has a famously huge appetite, like if I was to eat a whole pizza, what's that, like 2,500 calories? It ranges, no. but yeah. yeah. It depends. It's 2,500, 3,000 calories. Like my caloric intake, uh, my resting caloric, or 
average caloric uh, burn for a day is like 3,200 calories. So I would still be at a little bit of a deficit, you know? Um, it's, and I've gotten to the point where for the most part, I don't get hungry during the day. If I get a hunger pain, I just have something to drink or like a cup of coffee with some cream in it. And it, my hunger goes away in like 10 minutes. It's actually, Dan, I wanted to actually applaud you. Uh, doing that big of a deficit that you do is very hard. And it's kind of, it's impressive that you've been able to like be fine, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm, like I said, I'm supposed to get like 3,200. That's my resting, like normal metabolic, metabolic rate, right? I guess, is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I had my fitness pal set up so that I was at a, what was it? A thousand calories a day deficit. Okay. No, because I was supposed to get eighteen hundred. It's supposed to burn two, like one and a half to two pounds a week. Okay. Uh, and for my one meal a day thing, I I eat anyway. It depends on what I have, but anywhere from twelve hundred to like sixteen hundred calories mm-hmm. in a day. Twelve hundred being the low end. Um, that's if I eat something like a huge meal that's not calorically dense food. But even then, if I have that, like I'll have a protein bar. Or like a shake afterwards just to get my calories up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I haven't noticed myself being more tired. I still, you know, do my exercises uh, f- five or six days a week. So Good nothing too, nothing too intensive, but just to keep muscle mass up, you know. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you want uh, any protein, just let me know. Yeah, I probably will. Um, I got a lot. So... Yeah, it's 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 working well. I'm I'm pleased so far. So hopefully I can keep it up. Um, we've got a couple of really bad weeks of eating over the next two weeks or so. So birthdays, yeah, bir- birthdays. I've got a draft uh, football draft thing on Saturday. I've got a uh, family birthday party on Sunday. Monday's Labor Day. Uh, my twins' birthday is next week. My wife's birthday is, is next week. My birthday is the week after. Uh, my twins' birthday party is not this weekend, but next weekend. So, yeah, a lot of bad eating days in there. But you know what? If you get back to it, you'll lose it like that. Well, I mean, yeah, and and I plan on for for the most part doing like just having my one like even if it's bad, just still eat that one meal a day because that's kind of what I got oh. used to at this point. Yeah, no, if you do that, you should honestly you should be fine because yeah. I mean, even if you gain a pound, like that's yeah. nothing really i'll probably have like one cheat day it'll probably be monday um and mm-hmm. we'll go from there but yeah yeah no good work dan it's oh. impressive thanks all that uh, work yeah i, do I wouldn't feel have... do you go ahead as i said do you feel a lot better too oh yeah definitely yeah. and but i think that's mostly from exercising yeah uh, i don't feel like such a slug anymore my back doesn't hurt all the time anymore um yeah it's just that's the biggest thing I've noticed is my back doesn't hurt anymore because, you know, uh, it's and it's nice to lay in bed and not feel like you're just oozing onto the bed, <laughs> spreading out like everything stays where it's supposed to. I still have a gut, but, you know, there's Hard, there's there's some muscle behind it. So the hardest thing to lose is the gut. Yeah. That lower that, belly. That, that's that's why I'm doing the diet, too. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Good stuff. Before you know it, Dan, you'll have abs. I don't know if I'll ever get there, but I would like to. That's the goal, anyway. If you keep working at it, take a yeah. low dosage of steroids, you'll be there. <laughs> HGH. <laughs> um, yeah, one thing 
uh, I thought it was interesting because I b- before me and my wife got married, I did Weight Watchers and I lost a, a bunch of weight and I got down to 195, which was my lowest weight in a long time. Uh, but I would just out of curiosity, I would ask people how much they thought I weighed and they're like, yeah, what do you weigh? Like 150? Mm-hmm. No, I weigh 190, 92 or 93 pounds or however much it was. So I think I, my body carries weight well. Yeah. Um, like right now, I just I just got under 250. Uh, but I don't think most people would guess I weigh 250 pounds. I think we as a as a family do carry weight really well. Um, yeah. Cause like now I started diet, dieting because we went to Florida and like I was pushing 200 and I'm at 187 right now. So like I've lost a good amount. But yeah. you know, like I a lot of people were like when I would say I was fat, everyone was like, "No, you're not," and I'd be like, "No, nah, like I'm pushing 200, like <laughs> for my you know height," and it's just yeah. like. I don't know. I've never wanted to be carrying at 200, but I think I'm getting to the point where I could. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think, you know, we're short, stocky builds too. So, yeah. Thick except, legs. Cor- except Corey. Corey's, Corey's, yeah, Corey's a little leaner than we are, definitely. He's the lanky one. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, oh, so we're going to get, we're going to get into what we played. Uh, so I don't think I'd mentioned this at the top of the episode, but before we started recording the actual episode, I brought my wife on for what we played to talk about the games we played during rookie camp. So she picked uh, her, her favorite games, not favorite, but but best experiences, games she's most likely to play again, games she's least likely to play again. Uh, so I'm going to plug that in right here at the beginning of uh, what we played, and then me and Will will continue after that. Um, we're on it different video in the chat here but i'll change that in just a second uh so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna cut out our spot right here i'll plug that in and then me and will will resume with uh what we played so we'll be back in just a moment uh welcome to what we played so uh this for those uh, in the both in the stream, and uh, I probably explained this at some point during the episode, but uh, once a month, Val is going to come on and talk about her games uh, that she played through our video series Rookie Camp. Yeah, and at the end of the month. At the end, at the end of the month. Completed the month. Um, we, I guess, there was more games this time because she just thought of that, so we we figured we would cover all the games yeah. she's played so far. Yeah. Um, it's only five. Yeah. So. Uh, so we're recording out of out of order only because we don't know when we're going to be at what we played. So uh, she's got stuff she's got to do. So yes. I didn't want her to have to just sit there and wait for me to text her. So we're going to record <laughs> yeah. that first. Uh, if you're going to listen to the episode uh, normally, like on uh, uh, as a podcast, it will be during the I'll plug it in during the what we played segment. So, right. so if you're uh, listening to the podcast right now, this is just normal. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's just in its normal. Spot. Yeah, it is in its normal spot. <laughs> Hopefully. So. Uh, why don't you go ahead and get and get started? What do you what do you got for us? Okay, so um, we did five rookie camps mm-hmm. since we started, and I played Breath of the Wild, Stardew Valley, Firewatch, Celeste, and Final Fantasy three, or otherwise known as Final Fantasy six. six but I'm going to call it three. Yeah, three is an American one. That's what it. That's okay. what it was on the SNES Classic. Okay. Yeah, so that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, so what I thought I'd do is I think, um, instead of recapping the games, because, you know, a lot of people have played those games, or maybe you watched Rookie Camp, hopefully you watched Rookie Camp, um, you know, you kind of might have an idea of what the games are. But what I thought I would do is figuring that 
I only play this for like an hour, hour and 20 minutes at the most. Um, I just wanted to kind of give an idea of the game I'm most likely to play again, the game I'm least likely to play again, and then my overall best experience in that time. Mm -hmm. Um, Can I I wager your guesses before you start? Ooh, I like that. I would... Did you see my list over here? No. I would like to see your guesses, too. Okay. That's a great idea. I love it. (laughs) So the one that I think you'll go back to would be Mm -hmm. Firewatch, and the one that you won't will be Final Fantasy. Okay. What do you think my best experience was? Oh, man. Maybe maybe Celeste. Okay. All right. What are you going, Dan? Most likely to play again? Most likely to play again would probably be... I'm going to say Breath of the Wild. Okay. Only because of its importance to our household. Sure. Uh, especially at this point. Yep. Least likely to go back to, I'm going to say Firewatch. Okay. Um, best overall experience, I would say Celeste. Okay. Interesting. So. All right. So I'll start then. Uh, so the game I am most likely to play again, and I just base this on like, how I was feeling like every day. Like I thought about it kind of every day to get to this point. Um, most likely to play again. Like if I was to walk in right now and say, I'm going to play a video game that I've played, it would be Celeste. Mm. Okay. Um, and I just can't put my finger on it. It There is something about the game. Like the next day I downloaded the soundtrack and was listening to it. I don't know if it's the the struggle, 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 and then you get it. And it's, like, I think because I thrive off of, like, rewards, uh-huh. I guess. And that I kind of realized that about myself, I think. So, um, yeah, Celeste was definitely the one that if I walked in right now, I would I would say to you, I'm going to play that again uh-huh. right now. Um, nice. Yeah. My runner-up for that, though, because this was so hard for me, was actually Breath of the Wild. Okay. okay. Um, because it is such a big part of our family right now. Yeah. That I want to be able to have a conversation about... Uh, Bavra Ruda or whoever you know, everyone that they keep Rivali's game. Yeah. yeah, like Rivali's. <laughs> yeah, like I just want to have that understanding. Mm-hmm. So that was a really close second for me. Um but I struggle with that kind of game because you have to compartmentalize and like anything with an inventory, I'm like, no, I don't want to play that game. <laughs> um <laughs> because I just I don't know what it is. I'm sure I could handle it, you know? So yeah. I think Breath of the Wild would be my next. So my least likely to play again, and I think you kind of had a clue because I was I talking to you about this, was yeah. Firewatch. Yeah. Um, Interesting. So yeah. I didn't watch yeah. that rookie camp, so I wasn't sure. Yeah, and I don't think you would be able to tell in the rookie camp. Okay. Um, so the thing with Firewatch is I thought it was an awesome game. Like, the game itself was fantastic. I loved the environment. I loved the sounds. I loved everything about it. But the story took me so far in, and it reminded me of Life is Strange, that Mm. I had anxiety. Because I knew, as soon as that creepy guy was looking, and then the the house, the thing got broken into, I was like, this story has too much anxiety riddled in it. Like, I knew something bad was coming. Um, I actually, right at, like, literally, we finished rookie camp, and I, like, ran off while Dan was editing the video, and I had to look and see what was going to happen at yeah, the end, That's why I, I figured, knew it was something bad. That's why I figured you weren't going to play <laughs> right, it. Right, because uh, I already know Because you end. knew what was going to happen. Yes, but so. that is not taking All away. Right. Yeah, that is not taking away anything from that game, because it, it was a fantastic game, and I think if it didn't have that anxiety, or that 
feeling of realness for me, just like Life is Strange, which is why I couldn't finish Life is Strange either. Um, if it didn't have that, it would have been, you know, a contender for like most likely to play again. <clears throat> so it was funny that you said that because it was a fantastic game, just not. Yeah, the the interesting thing about Firewatch, though, is none of that stuff really pans out all that much. Okay. Like it's kind of there's that threat, but it never really like materializes into right. anything super interesting, which is one of the things I find super interesting about yeah. that game is a lot, you know, like, it, it, a lot of times it's, that's how life is. You yeah. know, you, you get uh, anxious about certain mm-hmm. things uh, and it turns out you were uh, anxious about something for no right. reason. Right. You know, it's, it just ended up being nothing. So right. Right. that's so, kind of the, the takeaway I got from that game, yeah. which yeah. was cool for me. Yeah, no, like I said, I'm not taking away from the game at all. I think it was fantastic. Um, And help me, it's going to be interesting if you throw a scary game at me, which Mm -hmm. I hope you do. But I might be like freaking out. Who knows? Who knows what I'll be doing? But um, my close second for that, though, was Final Fantasy III. I'm Uh so sorry because I know that's like your favorite, but um, it's just not my genre. Yeah. But honestly, that's a tough one. Yeah. But I have to say, it grew on me and it was kind of like, Oh, I'm battling and oh, I'm battling, but it was a little too much of the battling, I think maybe for me, you know, and it's an older game, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but it was still great. It was still good. It just isn't my thing. Um, okay. So my last one is best experience overall. Celeste. It's, yeah. it's Celeste. Um, I am shocked. Like I was like, how can I say Celeste? Like you compare that next to Breath of the Wild and how can you say Celeste? But it is every single thing about that game. I, well, I part just, of it too is pla- platformers it. are your game. That's your and game style. So. Yeah, exactly, and that's that's very true. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was very. I think I liked. I had never played a video game where I was challenged to be like, okay, I've got to go over here and go over here and do this and do that, and and to get my hands to move that fast. I was like, hey, I kind of you know I got to a point where I was like, I think I could do this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and having watched you played that. And Super Meat Boy. And just knowing how hard those are, I'm like, I don't know. It was just exciting to see myself be successful, I Mm -hmm. guess. Um, So definitely best experience for that. I actually had two close runners up, though, because Breath of the Wild obviously was a good experience because I was finally, like, living the world that my kids Mm -hmm. are playing in a lot. (laughs) And, like, they acted out in their, like, normal play. When they're not playing the game, they're Link and Zelda together, you know? So that was really good. And Stardew Valley, because that was just yeah. chill. That was just chill. I kind of... Stardew Valley's fantastic. I think my only reservation was it was I felt like it was too open. And again, that's who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. I don't want an assignment in school that's like, do whatever you want. I want someone to tell me what to do, like, now. So Yeah, so the game kind of just lets you do whatever you yes. want. And kind of explore on your own and figure things out. So mm-hmm. that that can be tough for people who yeah. aren't used to it, you know. Yeah. I mean, you could even technically do nothing. Yeah. Right. Right. Like I could bust up some rocks and that could be my day. Yeah. Like so I think that openness is why I couldn't say it was my best experience just because openness is not my thing. Like I want directions and I will say though Val, the game is mm-hmm. a lot less daunting once you play mm-hmm. it because while it kind of feels very... I shouldn't say it kind of closes off at any point, but you'll realize that the openness to it, there's not... It's not that scary. You know what I'm trying right. to say, Dan? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like, you just figure out it's part of the game, and that's 
what you do. Yeah, like, the things that you do, like, you farm, you go to the mines, like, stuff like that. Like, a lot of that you can fish. Like, a lot of that is just, like... Fishing. <laughs> it's just, like, repetition. And yeah. you figure out kind of, like, the rhythm of your day. Like, the openness of it is a lot less frightening. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's, like, you find a routine, like, a, a pattern or a rhythm. Yep. Yeah, like, a rhythm. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. But it was so chill. And I loved fishing, even though I was terrible at it. It's like, kind of it was, hard, right? It was really hard. Like, I started to get it a little bit, but there was just no hope, so. I'm, I'm pretty bad at it, so. Yeah. It's yeah. much easier on the Switch than it was when I played for for the first time on PC. Because mm-hmm. you don't have the vibration feedback. Uh, no, yeah. Oh, jeez. I can't imagine doing just, it without you that. You know, I was just clicking the mouse for the, for the, to reel in the fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's way harder. Yeah, sure. But. Yeah. No, but, um. Overall, like, it's been really fun to do rookie camp, Mm -hmm. and I really am glad that I'm doing it, and, like, it's nice because it gives us a little time together and, like, you know, something to do that's kind of our own thing, and, Mm -hmm. but it's really fun to finally get a chance to play, like, have a reason to play these games that are important to the gaming world, you know, Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. um, I hope everyone checks it out. If you haven't, you know, given it a try, like, it's, you know, I would recommend Celeste if you want to see a lot of dumb faces from me because i was like uh, uh," like freaking out so but yeah it's good it's good stuff so yeah i think that's all right thanks 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 Thanks, absolutely Um, yeah happy uh, podcasting thanks me and will are going to continue momentarily with the rest of our what we played we are back so will will what did you play so I've recently picked up Dragon Ball Fighters again. Um, I've just been—I don't know what it is, but Dragon Ball Z is just—it's my jam now. Um, I never would have thought that last November that you know rewatching the series would make me just as just obsessed with it as I am. Um, so I started playing Dragon Ball Fighters and. Uh, because Goku and Vegeta basic forms got released as DLC, so I kind of want to check them out, see what they're all about, uh, how they play. They play differently than the other ones, which is cool. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like the base forms or DLC, but as long as they play different, whatever. It's fine with me. Uh, but they do, and that game, I'm pretty behind the eight ball right now, so I kind of get I get destroyed quite often. Um, but that's all right. Like I've The game... The game is so much fun because the auto combos, it makes it fulfilling. And because I'm so familiar with the canon of the series that like the moves that you pull off, it's just, it's so cool to re- like and rewarding to be able to do a Kamehameha with, you know, Gohan and Goku or the Gallic gun with Vegeta, um, so on and so forth. Uh, I've been using the team of Goku Black, Android six or Android 18, and then teen Gohan when he beat cell. Um, that's the team that I roll with, so I've been having a lot of fun with that. I've been messing around with some other characters, trying to learn more of the moves. The only thing I don't really like about the game, and I think every fighting game suffers from this, is when you get pinned against the wall, it's brutal. Because the auto combo is like... In this game, because of the auto combos, you go a little bit longer without being active because you're getting pummeled. So like when you get pinned against the wall and you keep on getting auto comboed by people who are really good at the game, you kind of just like you waste a character because they just mm-hmm. hit you and hit you and hit you until you're till you're dead. And if you know what you're doing, like you're gonna destroy the person. 
Uh, that's the only thing, and you know, it's not something that I think is too incredibly valid because the simple solution is just get better at the game, take my lumps, get better. Yep. Uh, so that's kind of how good. I get yeah. good or uninstall. Exactly, and that's kind of why that's what I'm doing. Like I've just gotta learn to play play with that and get better. Um, and like I said, the reason why I'm playing again is Android 17 is coming out within the next month. Uh, so I want to play as him. He's my favorite character. So you know, kind of want to. I want to get ready and start playing. Um, yeah, I love the game. It's great. I didn't play it for a couple months there, but I'm back and I'm I'm really liking it. So that's that. Uh, I bet I should say I, I beat Therion's Chapter Four in Octopath Traveler, shifting gears. Um, nice. That was a really good one. <laughs> mm-hmm. cool. These I gotta say these. The Primrose's chapter four was my favorite because man, that was that boss was something there mm-hmm. to fight. It was really cool and well done how they did that. But uh, Therion's is really good. Ophelia's was really good. You know, this game I have, I think I have seventy six hours in it. So nice. This is a game. If I don't like beat everything, like I put my time in with this one. So yeah, I think I have like fifty, fifty six, fifty seven hours into it mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. Uh, that's that's what I play. I haven't had much chance to play play games, but that's that's for the most part what I play when I fire something up. You know, Octopath just another thing. You know, Cosmic Star Heroine. Going back to that article where the guy was complaining, like that game's in the same sort of vein as Octopath Traveler. Yeah. Unless you're better than Octopath Traveler, Nintendo's not going to be like, oh, check this game out. You know what I mean? Like right. they're going to push the game that they took a chance on. You know, mm-hmm. so. Um, cause Octopath Traveler, that game's amazing. And I don't care what anybody says. I don't care if people are complaining about the story not being interconnected. Like, yeah, I, the game's just so well done. So yep. love it. Big fan. Agreed. Yeah. And Octopath Traveler, I'm still, like I said, currently playing, I'm doing just side missions. I'm trying to, trying to nail some of those out of the way. Cause I, I kind of neglected them earlier in favor of just doing the story stuff. And then I would do occasionally, uh, some of them, but I'm starting to do more more of the side missions, especially the ones that have numbers, because mm-hmm. they lead to really good rewards when you when you complete them. So uh, I'm kind of kind of focusing on those more so than the other ones. Uh, I did visit all the cities, though. Uh, I made a made a point to do that recently, so I could go everywhere and try to buy the, some of the best gear that you can buy at least for now. Uh, and then I've been playing Reigns still a little bit on uh, Android. Uh, okay. I, I like the, I like that game. It's fun. I'll fire it up if I have a two or three minutes. And and uh, for the most part, you go through a king's life in in that time period. Some some will last a little bit longer, but but not by much. So that's yeah. that's an interesting game. Yeah. I like the like the concept. Looking forward to the Game of Thrones version of it, though. Definitely. That'll that'll be up your alley. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else? No, really. I'm. We kind of been slacking on the what we played aspect, but yeah, I just it's it's a bad time because school's starting soon, so we're trying to get all that stuff hammered up. We're we're house hunting, house shopping, that sort yeah. of stuff too. It's just it's been so busy. So yeah, I'm so poor. I can't really even do anything. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, okay, so the first email is from DT Strike, who says, "Hey guys, DT back again. Happy to hear I won the game giveaway. Uh, I'll take Bastion. As far as where I live, I'm in Cohost, New York. Dan, 
Uh, glad to hear you played Legends, Legends of the Dragoon and beat it. Congrats. And I looked into the Grandia remasters and they look great. But unfortunately, the one I mentioned is an import, so I don't know if we'll see that one come to the Switch. I hope that it does. Uh, to me, that is the best JRPG I've ever played. Anyways, guys, thanks for the game and the podcast. DT over and out. Now, I actually did get caught up a few days ago on the back game giveaway game. So I sent I sent DT Strike his uh, his uh, Bastion. I sent Tate his game, too, uh, which was I don't remember what it was, but I sent it to him. Uh, DT is in co-hosts. Well, that's up near Albany. I'm not sure if you knew that. I did not know. I was saying it to myself. I'm like, where is that? But I've so actually been to co-hosts. I saw two Aquabats, Aquabats shows in co-hosts uh, at the same place, actually. Uh, once with our uh, my friend Graham and once with, with my wife. Uh, a wife and cousin. Uh, Chris came to that one, too. He kept meeting the uh, Aquabats um, uh, bass player. Bass player in the bathroom because... Uh, we had eaten Taco Bell on the way there. Oh. He, he was feeling a little ill, so he kept meeting the the bass player in the bathroom, which is fun. <laughs> but I can't for the life of me think of the name of the place. I should text my cousin; he might remember the uh, the venue. Yeah, it was some. It was out in the middle of nowhere. It wasn't right in Cohos. It was for, like further out, and it was like a Wild West saloon. It, it had the. It had the. Yeah, it had the like walkway up on top with the railing, and then down below was like where the bar and the tables were, and then the stage was like off to one side, and there was like nothing around it. It was just fields, but it reminded me of a Wild West saloon, and it was kind of, it looked like it hadn't been anything done to it since the Wild West. So uh, maybe DT knows the knows the place. That would be, that would be awesome. If it's even still there, I don't know. Interesting. That's funny. The, the Aquabats played there too. Yep, twice. I feel like that was the same summer. Maybe not. Maybe it was two separate summers. But yeah. Uh, so that was DT's DT strikes feedback. The next is from Tate, who says, "Hey guys, some sad news. I canceled my pre-order of Life is Strange two after watching the trailer and reading reviews. Here's my reasoning." One, I hate the fact that it isn't based in Arcadia Bay and doesn't involve the old characters. I felt like they had more of a story to tell with those characters, so that was a huge letdown for me. Two, I was intrigued that it was a story about brothers because I have two younger brothers, but when I realized it was starting the story off about a cop shooting a Mexican man and walk and making the cop look bad... Okay, we're back. Sorry about that, everybody. We lost. I lost internet connection. Uh, this keeps happening. It's driving me crazy. It happens three, four, five times a day where the internet goes out for a couple minutes. I don't know what to do about it. There's nothing I can do about it because we don't have anyone else we can go to. So, uh, unfortunately, for now, it's something we're just gonna have to deal with. Dan, there's Udo's of competition. What are you talking about? Yep, there's Spectrum and or oh, you know what? We have DSL. We can do DSL. We're going to be sitting here doing the (laughs) getting ready to record or satellite. So, uh, Tate, I am sorry. I'm going to start your your email from point two. That's kind of where it cut off shortly after that. So point two, he says, I was intrigued that it was a story about brothers because I have two younger brothers. But when I realized it was starting the story 
off about a cop shooting a Mexican man and making the cop look bad just because he's white and all that bullshit, I immediately went and canceled my pre-order. Our country has been divided enough, and the way the media paints our police force is bad enough as it is. I don't need that bullshit in my video games. I respect the hell of our, out of our police force and the crap they put up with on a daily basis. Uh, and have to deal with situations that would be hard for anyone to deal with. Not saying they're all perfect, and many of them do make dumb mistakes and may even be racists. Who knows? But what I do know is that they keep the general public safe. I don't play video games to get woke. I play video games to escape reality for a while and relax. And I definitely don't support anything that paints a negative picture on cops just because of a couple cases of horrible circumstances involving cops. Shame on Don't Nod for putting a divisive message into a video game. If anything, they should tell a story involving a cop that is in a tough situation but ends up handling it correctly and saving lives instead of taking them. Don't paint the picture of a white cop killing a Mexican man because he's Mexican and all that bullshit. Sorry for the rant, but I do feel strongly about this. I'm sure there's some people that listen to this show that will disagree with me, and maybe even you guys do, but that's just my opinion. I will not support Don't Nod anymore if that is the direction they are taking this. On a more positive note, I had some time to play Mass Effect games finally and decided to play some Mass Effect 3 because I missed that universe. It was worth it. Gotta love hanging out with Garrus. Have a good one, guys. Tate. So thank you, Tate. Um... Yeah, that's kind of the hot topic right now. Um, and, you know, I, I, I somewhat agree. Um, the police, being a police officer is definitely a difficult job. Uh, the ones I know in my personal life are, are very good people and uh, would not harm someone uh, without feeling their lives in danger, you know? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a difficult job. I would never, <laughs> I would never want to do it. Um, that's, that's tough. Uh, yeah. I didn't know that. See, I wasn't. I wasn't aware that the story. I thought the cop got killed. It wasn't that the cop killed a Mexican. Yeah, I, I don't didn't know. know. I didn't know that that was. So I didn't even know that. I'm kind of, you know, I'm with him to a point. Like I kind of want video games to be an escape for me, not, mm. not be kind of preached a message to. You know what I mean? It's. Sure. Just, I don't know. I. Uh, it's a we'd go down a rabbit hole with yeah. how how everything is but it's yeah i'm kind of with him to the like i want to get away that's why i play these games not yeah. to be kind of put into that situation in my game world too i guess yeah so yeah i mean i've never been on you know i've never been on the other side of the coin as a like a, a minority you know i so i can't speak to what that's like i only yeah. know uh, you know, the police I've had experience with and the police I know in my personal life have have been good people. Um, so I you know, outside it, of that, it it's like with everything. Some people just are terrible people. And... Yeah. And, and th- those people are at, at all levels of society. And, you know, if you're a police officer, you have the the opportunity to enforce your uh, terrible personness on other people. Uh, whereas, you know, a lot of other people, like if you work in the private sector or whatever, you don't you don't have the choice to the chance to do that other than your coworkers. Uh, yeah. Whereas if you're a police officer, you can enforce your terribleness on, on, on the general general public, you know? Yeah. I mean, my neighbor, not a good person. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg, not a good person. They're on two very different levels of society. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Your neighbor can't, you, luckily your neighbor is not a police officer because he would oh. be the one, he would be the one roughing people up. Yeah. He would be arrested in a heartbeat for, shooting a bunch of people yeah yep or relieved of his duty whatever they do i don't know what they do so yeah 
<laughs> I I will I will still be playing it though. You very, know what? Very the, interested in it. The first episode will be kind of the the kind of see and how how you know they take that because you know that's a very strong message to you know lead right off the bat. So I'll be interested to see what they do with it. So yeah, I'll, I'll look into it too. I'm not sure if the police officer kills the. His parents, the guy, the brother's parents, or if the like they have an older brother or like a friend. I, I don't know. I didn't know any of that existed. I'm trying not to see Read. too much of it. See too much of it before I play it. I, I yep. you know, some of the teaser stuff is fine, but I don't want to know much of the story going in in ahead of time. You know. So. Yeah, that's that. I don't think we have anything further to say on that. Like you said, we could go down a rabbit hole. So. Yeah, or the societal discussion. Yeah. Um, game giveaway time. Two, two people, right? Two people. DT Strike and Tate. Uh, and generate Tate. You win. You win a free copy of Life is Strange Two. <laughs> <laughs> so now uh, you don't have to support it, I guess. Yep, you get it for free. Now, so one through one fifty, correct? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. My brain is just drawing blanks right now. You're good. If it's not one fifty, we'll adjust. It, it is one fifty. There's some blanks on there that I've got to fill in with new games. Okay. Um, what games were I try? I try to remember to move the, remove the games too after they've been chosen, but I don't always do that. Do you list the number in there of the game? What like when they gets picked, like oh, Tate selected yeah. sixty. No, I just, I just delete it from the list. Okay. And then I, you, when it gets sent out from our our key library, it it gets removed. So. Okay. Okay. Tate's first game. One thirty one. One thirty one is Toki Tori Two Plus. Yeah. Okay. Good start. Uh, sixty eight. 68 is Dark Heritage Guardians of Hope. Interesting. 69. 69. Nice. I think uh, Grim Legends 2 Song of the Dark Swan. Yeah. Okay. Number 9. Number 9. Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. Okay. That's a good one. 63. A lot of 60s today. 63 is Fidel Dungeon Rescue. Don't know that one either. Okay, so. 131 is uh, Tokitori 2 Plus. 68, 69 are. Grim Legends 2, Song of the Dark Swan, and Dark Heritage, Guardians of Hope, Fidel Dungeon Rescue, and your last choice is number 9, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. So let us know what you want. We'll send it to you uh, as soon as I remember and stop being a stupid idiot. And I, I'd like to try to send these out as soon as I can, but I usually wait. Like It'll take a couple weeks, and then I get, I'm like, oh, i got to catch up on the game giveaway, and I, I do it then. So... Well, to be honest, most weeks, I'm guessing our fans aren't chomping at the bit. <laughs> for their new games. For their new game. 
Yeah, uh, there's there's uh, still a few gems in there, but yeah, for the most part, not so much. We promise uh, D- you they're in there. Yeah, they're in there. DT Strike got a good one in Bastion. That's a that's a good game. That's coming to the Switch too yep. pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, as is Transistor, no Pyre, which I was definitely disappointed with. Yeah, what's up with that? Seems like Pyre is the perfect fit for the Switch, like a lot of things, but the just the 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 game part of it playing with you know a, a joy-con individually like in tabletop mode would be amazing that game was so good yes it was i will replay it when it comes on switch yeah i will absolutely buy it again but so yeah uh next week we don't have a topic we will have something we will also be recording on thursday so uh you can catch us then it'll be it'll be into september at that point it's crazy yeah weird uh, anything else, Will? No, that's it for me. All right, that'll do it for episode 371 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm Will. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement.